What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between. Grab your vices, chill out, and let's get straight to it. Um, this is episode 39 of Straightforward with Miss B. And today I am coming to you on a solo mission. Yes, um, AG, um, I guess co host will not be here today. Um, I kind of, well, I kind of just told him he didn't necessarily have to participate on this um, particular episode because I wanted to get a little bit more in-depth and informative, which we don't normally do. When him and I are together, we're, we're laughing, we kick in, you know, we have banter going back and forth, and uh, we just talk about kind of like the hot topics and pop culture. Um, so we don't really... We don't really dive into, I guess, you know, too much information and, and get educational on this podcast. I feel as though, for me, um, I do that better solo. And I'm kind of, like, testing things out. So hopefully you guys really do, you know, like this episode. Hopefully you don't consider it boring. I don't think it's boring because of, you know, the things that's been happening around us. I just want everybody to kind of take a broader look at things and, um, you know, just hear my perspective on it. And uh, hopefully, ooh, excuse me, hopefully um, people, uh, you know, leave from this podcast, you know, learning something they they didn't know. You know what I mean? So this we're going to do. And um, all of a sudden my allergies are, are, are fucking with me. I don't I don't know what's going on. Hold on one second. Okay, sorry about that. Hopefully I don't keep sneezing through this <laughs> sneezing through this particular episode. Oh my god, I can't believe that. I'm just sneezing out of nowhere like Ooh, excuse me. I don't know how many people ooh, besides myself that have to deal with allergies and for me it seems like at night, for some reason, um, my nose just started getting very, very stuffed up. So um, I do apologize in advance if you do hear me sniffling and, and sneezing during this during this particular episode. But I don't I don't mean to do it on purpose. So um, just bear with me. Um, usually we would start off on the podcast just kind of recapping our weekend. My my weekend was pretty chill. Um, pretty chill weekend. Nothing really stood out. Just took some time to myself, chill out, um, you know, have my grandma over here as well. For those of you that do not know, I am kind of like a um, co-caregiver for my grandmother. Um, you know, she's my best friend, so anytime, you know, anytime that I could be there for her and uh, she kind of needs 24-hour, you know, 24-hour care, so, you know, I definitely have to, uh, you know, make a lot some time to her. Um, to make sure she's cool. So that's kind of what I did over the weekend. Outside of that, you know, Sunday, um, I don't know how many of you guys tuned in to the YouTube um, group, ch group chat live um, on Sunday. So we came back um, after about a week or two hiatus, and uh, we had a pretty good episode. If you haven't checked that out, you can go to Straightforward with Miss B um, on YouTube and check out the latest episode. I believe we are 10 episodes in, um, as far as the group chat live and we get real kind of wild and crazy 
on that. Um, so definitely tune in. You can always come up, talk with us, chat, chat about some of the hot topics, and um, or just leave comments, come to the chat room, whatever. You know, just, you know, engage with us. We, we're welcoming people. So um, definitely check us out on that. Um, but one thing we did um, talk about on Sunday um, was Kanye West. Um, everybody, you know, knows that he's kind of been in the news. He's been making his rounds, whether it's on social media or off social media, um, on, you know, various news outlets. He's been making his rounds. And um, over the weekend, one particular interview um, that was done by the Drink Champs, um, Drink Champs podcast, um, which airs on Revolt. Um, for those of you that's not familiar with that podcast, um, it's hosted by DJ EFN um, and also um, former hip-hop artist um, Noriega. Most people call him Nori. And um, it's a pretty, I like I like Drink Champs. Every now and then I tune into it. If there's going to be an artist on there that they're interviewing that I'm, you know, uh, familiar with and interested in hearing kind of hearing their story. Um, it's a real very chilled smoking drinking environment. They get pretty drunk on the show. Um, so nine times out of 10, when you're, you know, looking at their program, um, you know, that the artists or celebrities that they're interviewing going to end up, you know, possibly saying some things, um, out of their mouths that, will be a little bit outrageous, you know, so it's always good to to look at Drink Champs uh, just to see what somebody's going to say, you know, while being a little bit inebriated or intoxicated. So Kanye West, of course, he has been coming out with all these anti-Semitic um, statements, um, talking about the Jews. He's also, you know, been bringing up, excuse me, bringing up George Floyd, and he just been, you know, on his, you know, usual thing, his usual ramble. Um, and for me, one thing I kind of took away from it, from this interview, and it got me to thinking, which inspired this particular episode um, of my podcast, uh, was the topic of freedom of speech, right? Um, it is clear that many people do not necessarily understand what that entails, how to use it, where it derived from, and how it can negatively affect, you know, the fellow man, you know, you and I. So I wanted to use this opportunity to kind of break it down a little bit, you know, for the listeners out there and for individuals who may have some kind of idea of what it means to have freedom of speech, but do not necessarily understand you know, the various caveats to it or limitations to it because there are limitations to it. And as we can see, uh, and I'll further explain later on, how, you know, there has been a lot of consequences behind, you know, people utilizing their freedom, um, freedom of speech and free, you know, free speech in general. So give me one second. I got to make sure. I have to make sure my nose and everything is, is you know, I don't want to be dripping snot out my nose or anything like that. And <laughs> while I'm talking, that just will not be cute. Not be cute at all. 
All right. So from a historical standpoint, let's get into it. So ancient Greeks, they're the ones that actually coined the term um, in Greek literature. Um, And this actually happened around the end of the 5th century B.C., which is B.C. stands for before Christ. Um, The term is from ancient Greek word called parisia, P-A-R-R-H-E-S-I-A, which you and I, um, we can define it as being, quote-unquote, free speech. So parisia means free speech. Um, Later on, down the line, some years later, it was adopted. Um, it was adopted during the French Revolution in 1789 as the Declaration of the Rights of Man and the Citizen. That is what the rich, I mean, not the rich, the French um, adopted it as, as far as their government and their constitution. And then a couple of later um, years after that, in 1791, Free speech was then featured um, in the First Amendment to the United States Constitution. And within that First Amendment, um, many of us know, I mean, all of us, I'm sure, that's listening to this podcast has has had an education. Um, All schools that I know of, as far as uh, I go, I believe, I believe ever since elementary school, I believe I've been learning about the um, Constitution, excuse me, the Constitution and the amendments. Um, So um, everybody should, you know, definitely be um, familiar with that. Um, But the Constitution and the First Amendment itself also included, along with um, freedom of speech, um, the freedom of press, uh, freedom of religion, and the right to assemble, Okay. Um, The First Amendment, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting um, the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. I pulled that from Google. All right. Freedom of speech as well is one of the core pillars upholding the democratic process and protecting it is essential if we want to live in a society that is fair and equal for everyone. Failing to do that weakens democracy. All right. But with this freedom of speech, which is in the Constitution, that for some reason, everybody just automatically believes I got the right to say what I want. Right. At any given moment, any given time. But that's not true. There there's limitations. There's limitations that comes with this. Right. So to break it down, there are limitations to freedom of speech, okay? 
And with those limitations, there are incitement, defamation, fraud, obscenity, child pornography, fighting words, and also threats, right? And some of those limitations, you know, can be vague. And that's where oftentimes you may see people having to go to court, you know, and kind of justify and really, you know, lay out how somebody defamed them or, you know, what were the actual threats made, what were their actual, you know, obscenities, the actual fraud that was done. And that's when you when you have to go to court for something like that or you're on trial for something of that nature and this comes into play, that's when you learn how it's kind of broken down, you know, how it could be vague, and they kind of leave it vague in a sense, I think, um, in order to, you know, in order to either, you know, impose impose some sentences or impose some, you know, just some financial um, financial settlement grants, some financial settlements and things of that nature. Uh, mm-hmm. When we think about when we're thinking about it from a legal standpoint, right? But a lot of times when we're thinking about celebrities such as Kanye West and when we see them out and about and, you know, having interviews with CNN and CNBC or uh, Pierce Morgan or Drink Champs, you know, or The Breakfast Club, As much as they want to be free thinkers and believe because they are a human, you know, living in this world, uh, specifically being a part of a democracy here in the United States, that they have the right to say what they want to say. But that, as we know it, is not the case at all, right? So one of the questions that I had was that, does freedom of speech actually exist in our space? And when I say our space in our world, in our country, does it? I don't think it does because there have been lately, I'll say within the last 10 years, 10 to 15 years, we have seen, you know, Not a whole lot, but we have seen quite a bit of instances where someone's words got them in trouble, right? And not only did it get them in trouble, but they ended up having to pay hefty, hefty, I mean hefty, hefty um, dollar amounts because they were sued, right? But before we get to answering that question, does freedom of speech actually exist? You know, I just want people who's listening to this to this uh, podcast to just think about a couple of things. You know, when we think of these media outlets um, as, you know, outrage 
Kanye says or implies that is ran by the Jews, which most of the major news out, outlets are. Um, when we think about, you know, religious groups, um, we can even think about, you know, hate groups as well. They all tend to vocalize, you know, through either, you know, spoken word, mouth-to-mouth type of situation, um, or through some form of press, whether it's their own, you know, religious pamphlets, doctrines, things of that nature, um, or through the press of newspapers, through the press of magazines, through the press of, you know, TV um, media outlets, um, things of that nature. Um, they utilize those different um, platforms to express their belief systems, things that they believe in, right? And they're trying to, you know, people do it for various reasons. You know, some people do it to, you know, hopefully um, hopefully gather maybe like a cult-like following um, of other individuals who share the same beliefs. Some people do it for monetary value. Um, you just never know why people, you know, utilize their freedom of speech um, in these ways. Um, but a lot of times when they do vocalize how they feel, um, you will always pretty much, in this day and age, you are always going to have a group of individuals who, you know, who won't believe you, call you a liar, say you're going against the grain, you know, a hater, if you want to call it that. So you're always going to always have the people, the people who follow you and, and understand and, and understand the rhetoric and is okay with the things that you stay, you're stating and believe in. And then you, you'll have that other, that other uh, group of individuals who, who won't, you know, they just, don't like you, you know what I mean? And don't like anything that you say. Um, but but when we think of freedom of speech in that capacity, and if it does really exist, we also have to think about, like I said, television. A lot of, you know, a lot of, I call them the man, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> When I say the man, I wouldn't necessarily call them Jews. They may be the Jews that own own all of these corp big corporations, especially in the media world. Um, but even then, there is a level of censorship. Excuse me, censorship as well. You know, we always hear about the FCC, um, and they, you know, censor um, different things that happen in TV programming. So, you know, even with that in mind, you can understand why, you know, freedom of speech is not really freedom of speech in this country at all, right? Right. So, if we know that whatever our belief system is, 
whatever whatever the words that we're trying to get out here in the public and for people to understand or not even understand, just listen to me, you know, listen to Kanye or, you know, whoever else is, is speaking out. Um, we have to understand the type of world that we live in and understand that there are caveats um, to how free of speech that we can can use. You're right. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times you and I who just might go go to church and, you know, may say a few words in church or you and I that may just go to the beauty salon or barbershop and we talking amongst our group of friends. It could be, you know, even in a crowd of people, 100 people, 200 people. You know, I'm not... A, we're not talking small fry stuff here, right? When it comes to these limitations to freedom of speech, usually you will see people who who um, have a very, very huge following. They are very influential to people. When they speak, they know that um, others know that there's going to be thousands of people who's going to, you know, grasp on to what they're talking about. So we're talking about the Kanye's. We're talking about, you know, the Beyonce's, the Jay-Z's. We're talking about, you know, people in the um, celebrities, LeBron James. Like, these people have huge followings. So with that, Although they may believe that we live in a country to where we should be able to say whatever it is that we want to say, because they are so influential, whenever something negative happens, it's going to come on them tenfold. They're going to they're gonna suffer major consequences. And as I mentioned earlier, a lot of times that these consequences is in the form of um, thousands and in some cases millions of dollars, right? Speaking of Kanye, Kanye after the statement that he made on the drink champs um, interview um, in which of course he talked about the Jews. um, He talked about a lot of other things, but the one thing that kind of outraged everybody. Now, mind you, this drink champs interview was up. They premiered it over the weekend. And I believe in, 24 to 48 hours, it had garnered almost like a million and a half, two million viewers within that short time frame. And in their interview, what outraged everybody was Kanye Kanye Kanye's statements in regards to George Floyd. He just blatantly just stated that George Floyd died of fentanyl and not by the um, bodily, you know, bodily pressure um, with the cop's knee being on his neck. 
Now, everybody that has some sense, everybody who followed the um, George Floyd uh, murder trial knows that the individuals was found guilty of a crime. The medical examiner, they had so many medical experts in the trial that all confirmed that fentanyl was not the cause of death for George Floyd. In fact, it was a lack of oxygen by all of the bodily pressure from the law enforcement officer's knee being on his neck. So for Kanye to just straight up state that bold-faced-ass lie on the Drink Champs interview, and millions of viewers saw it, someone... Probably every family member that George Floyd had contacted the immediate family about what was said. And now Kanye is being sued by the daughter of George Floyd um, and I believe her attorneys for a whopping $250 million. As I stated, the statements made by Kanye, it defamed Floyd, Mr. Floyd. And this is just part of the consequences that Kanye is now going to have to deal with because of the lie that he told. Is it justifiable? Uh, meaning, you know, George Floyd's family suing Kanye? Yes, it is. They have every right to sue Kanye. Now, whether or not, whether or not they end up getting $250 million, who knows? They may end up just settling for some undisclosed figure. Who knows? Um, but this should be a teachable lesson for everyone who thinks that freedom of speech is literally freedom of speech. But it's, it's, it's absolutely not. And we need to hurry up and understand that. Not only, and before I go to the next person, because it's all about making a point here on this podcast today. Before I go to the next person and talk about their situation, Kanye West, um, Kanye West did actually go on Pierce Morgan. And if everybody knows, Pierce Morgan um, is British, I believe, French or British. Um, but he's pr a pretty aggressive guy. Uh, media personality, news guy. But he recently talked to Kanye West. Um, Kanye West gave somewhat of an apology. And I just wanted you guys to kind of hear, um, hear his apology. Now, this is post the Dream Champs interview and post news of uh, 
news coming out that the family was going to sue him. Um, and this is kind of what they kind of talked about, right? And this wasn't really about George Floyd because he didn't he didn't apologize directly to George Floyd's family. But this um, conversation between Pierce Morgan and Kanye um, was about his anti-Semitic uh, comments that he made. On Jewish people. Are you sorry you said that? No. I think it matters. You should be. Absolutely not. You should be. Absolutely not. Yeah, but yeah, you should be. Absolutely not. When you insult the Jewish people and say you're going DEFCON free on the Jewish people, that is as racist as anything you say you've been through and any pain that you've experienced. It's the same thing. Racism is racism. And you know that, I think, don't you? Yeah, obviously, that's why I said it. So you said it knowing it's racist? Yes. I fought fire with fire. Okay. I'm not here to get hosed down. At least that's honest. a different type of freedom fighter. You know, I will say I'm sorry for the people that are hurt with the DEFCON, the, the confusion that I call. I feel mm. like I, call, I cause hurt and confusion. And I'm sorry for the families of the people that had nothing to do with the, the trauma that I had been through and that I use my platform where you say hurt people hurt people and I I was hurt. And that's Kanye's um, half-ass apology. <laughs> I mean, that's the only way that I could put it. That's his half-ass apology. The fact that he hasn't made a formal statement yet in regards to George Floyd and, his, and the lies that he told is is absolutely crazy to me. Um, and just a little backstory about that, why he stated what he said on the um, Drink Champs interview is because he have been um, he he him and Candace Owens crazy ass. Um, basically, they've been I guess chit chatting and, and comparing notes lately. And she produced some documentary that basically was debunking, um, debunking, you know, the whole situation involving George Floyd's death. And um, in the documentary, basically, they was trying to point out that it was actually fentanyl that killed George Floyd. And that's where he got that from. And he's just been spewing that lie, you know, spewing that lie from from pillar to post, from, you know, media outlet to media outlet, anywhere he can get it off of his chest. And um, I hope that this Drink Champs interview was the last time he, sa he, he says that about George Floyd. Um, and they need to put a gag order with this, uh, with this lawsuit, too. They need to end up just doing a whole gag order. Like, you can never, ever say George Floyd out of your mouth ever again in your lifetime. And that's what needs to happen. But back on... Freedom of speech. All right. So, you know, this podcast is about kind of breaking down what freedom of speech is, its limitations, and how it can affect you negatively and the consequences that can come behind it. Another individual that I wanted to bring up um, in this type of situation was Alex Jones. Um, Alex Jones is a well-known alt-right conspiracy theorist slash radio show host um, who was ordered um, basically to pay 
um, eight victims' families of the Sandy Hook school tra- tragedy and also um, ordered to pay an FBI agent um, $1 billion. And this was another situation where someone who's very influential, like I said, Alex Jones is a very um, well-known radio host. Like I said, he's he's known for all of his con- conspiracy theories. Um, that type of rhetoric is it is what he's known to spill, and um, the things he said about this school tragedy was just complete lies, and he he had been talking this for years, for years. Basically, what he was saying was that. Um, the situation, the tragedy that happened was a government hoax. But in fact, this was a real life situation that the government had no ties to whatsoever, um, where 20 first graders and six teachers were killed. And this tragedy actually happened in 2012. Um, in Newtown, Connecticut. And the families um, and their lawyers, like I said, they, they, they sued his ass. And they won $1 billion in damages. I think it was actually $965 million, um was the total, but you just rounded up to $1 billion. And there were, let me see, just pulling up the article here in the New York Times. Said the families and the lawyers um, stood in silence as the court clerk read one by one um, the sums awarded to each of the 15 plaintiffs in this case. After court was adjourned, they hugged one another quietly and uh, was weeping as well. Um, the largest award, uh, financial award, went to um, someone named Robbie Parker, who received $120 million out of that $1 billion. Now, the crazy thing about this situation is Mr. Jones was spreading these lies year after year after year after year. And he just kept kept just digging a hole, you know, because he had his own platform. Like I said, he had his own little podcast, radio show platform. And therefore, he, you know, thought he had the power and the ability to just say what he wanted to say. And... Like I said, that does not work in today's day and age. It does not work. There's no such thing as freedom of speech to that extent. You have consequences. Another situation similar. Let's talk about when we think about black culture. We think about Cardi B who sued YouTuber Tasha K. 
because Tasha K was spewing lies about Cardi B online and was profiting off of those lies on her YouTube channel, making video after video after video, talked about Cardi's um, health status, talked about a child, just all kind of shit. And Tasha K was awarded, I mean, not Tasha K awarded, but she was ordered, she lost in court, and she was ordered to pay Cardi B $4 million. Then we hear about, you know, Tasha K uh, moving her money to Africa because her husband is African. So, you know, it was some 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 word on the street that she was move, moving to Africa or moved her uh, finances to Africa and just trying to hide the money probably to some offshore accounts and things of that nature. Either way, you know, I think recently the judge basically stated, hey, you got to pay Cardi B her money like you we won't even allow you to appeal the decision without you um ooh, excuse me without you um getting a four million dollar bond so she absolutely has to have the money in hand in the form at least in the form of a bond before she can even think of filing an appeal um, to her guilty verdict. Another person I wanted to bring up, and mind you, Tasha K in the YouTube world, black YouTube world is, you know, we consider her as to be influential. You know, she's kind of went viral here and there. She has about, I believe, 1 million subscribers. So again, another person that has a huge following, you know, they believe that they're in this space where they can say and do what they want, but in actuality, that's not the case. Former pro wrestler, if you guys remember this situation, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan sued a media outlet. Now, mind you, he didn't sue a, one particular individual. He sued the entire media publication. The publication was Gawker, G-A-W-K-E-R, and they are, you know, no longer in business under that name at all. But Hulk, Hulk Hogan, he was actually awarded a hundred and forty million dollar judgment after he sued Gawker Media Outlet um, for leaking a video of him having sex and using racist language. Hogan ultimately settled for thirty one million, and then Gawker didn't really have a choice. Uh, but to file for bankruptcy in 2016, and they ceased operations um, of the Gawker Media platform. So I wanted to bring up these individual, um, these individuals, in these separate uh, incidents, just to paint a picture of how. Freedom of speech is not so 
free. It's not free. So for individuals especially, I would say this. If you're someone now, you can, if you have a small platform, you might have a small group of followers. Yeah, people probably won't even care. I probably can utilize this podcast now and just kind of say say whatever the hell I wanted to say, right? But I'm 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 of course is I'm very smart. I'm smarter than that. But for people who might have smaller pa- platforms, you know, small amount of followers, you can get away with probably saying whatever you want to say at this point in time. But the larger you get, the more that you grow, the more influence that you have, you're going to understand quickly that it is extremely difficult for you to say. But, hey, if you're somebody like Kanye that's a billionaire who don't really give two fucks, then, hey, keep saying what you got to say saying what you have to say. But one thing that Kanye is quickly understanding is that you can't defame somebody alive or dead. You cannot spew lies about people, you know, for millions of people to hear and think that you're going to get away with it. And now that he been talking about the Jews I am kind of eager to see how this is going to affect his business relationships you know he's he's been going on this rampage against Adidas um he had things to say against Gap he you know he's been talking about um um the late uh he was talking about Virgil rest in peace Virgil who used to be um, a mentee of Kanye's, but ended up kind of surpassing him and ended up, you know, working for Louis Vuitton and, and de- designing a lot of their, you know, culture shifting um, designs. And he started kind of, you know, not backstabbing Virgil, but just speaking down on him and just, you know, just jealous. But I am eager to see how. Kanye's business relationships are going to kind of end up being now that he said these things about the Jews. We truly going to see with Kanye what the Jews are about. And we can kind of start to see that happening because there are many outlets that's turning, they're they're just turning a blind eye, you know, they're turning their heads to Kanye. They're giving him their ass to kiss because they would not allow him to be on their program because he's so unpredictable in what comes out of his mouth. He could be there and anything would come out of his mouth. Remember when he said George Bush don't love black people or some something to that effect? Remember that years ago? So he's he's very he's not predictable. You don't know which way he's going to come. And for Drink Champs um interview, um Noriega did come out afterwards to apologize for the situation. 
which Nori should have st- stood on ten toes. Nori knew he was in it to, you know, gain some a little bit of clout off off of the interview. But to come back on the drink, I mean, not drink champs, on the Breakfast Club with Charlemagne the next morning, acting as like acting acting as though you didn't know, you know, the interview was going to get this much backlash. Come on now, dude. Nori, come on. You're just trying to save face. But you was in it for the clout. It was Kanye West. You knew Kanye West was going to bring in the views. So it's like you both used each other. He used your platform because he knew you was nice. He knew it was a laid-back platform. He knew that if anybody's going to let me on to speak, it's going to be Noriega and Drink Champs. So he utilized your platform to say what he wanted to say, and he spoke most of the time. You didn't act. Noriega didn't ask no questions at all, pretty much. And on the flip side, Nori used him for the views. Clicks in the views. So whatever happens, just happens, you know, to them in this case. But before I go, I just want everybody to understand that although it's in our Constitution, specifically here in the United States, that we have freedom of speech and we are protected under the First Amendment, that we as people still need to be cognizant, extremely cognizant of the words that come out of our mouth. We got to understand. We got to, you know how people say you got to be able to read the room. You need to be able to read the room. Learn how to do that. Learn the spaces that you're in. Understand who you're around at the moment. Understand who your words are going to be projected to. And, you know, understand who your audience is, who your demographic is. Think Think about the pros and the cons. Like, what will happen if I said this? You know, or what will happen if I don't say this? People need to really think about things before they open up their mouths because you do not want to suffer any consequences. And if you don't have the money, you damn sure don't want to be sued. Okay? So, anyway, I appreciate everybody who tunes in too straightforward with Miss B. Continue to support me. Um, there will be many more solo podcasts, but like I said, AG, he'll be back on. I just got to figure out, you know, when. <laughs> but don't forget, we on all streaming platforms. Definitely subscribe and follow us um, as well as on social media straightforward with uh no we're straightforward msb on social media and um until next time peace out